What a glorious day in the Lord it is. Amen. Amen. Uh, those that fear thee will be glad when they see me. I'm fixing to make my boast in the Lord by reading a psalm. If you would turn to Psalm 119, verse 73, verses 73 through 80. Uh, hopefully your gladness will increase once we read his word and <coughs> expound upon it. Psalm 119, starting in verse 73. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. Verse 73. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. This knowledge is almost too wonderful. The creator of heaven and earth and all that in them is made me and fashioned me. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. Psalm 139 verses 13 through 16 state, For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Aren't you glad you didn't come from monkeys? Are you you're not deceived in thinking that you evolved this morning? I don't know about you, that makes me pretty glad. The Lord is good. David had this understanding, and he asked for more. He said, give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. It is this understanding or knowledge or wisdom that sets us apart from the world. Oh, Lord. This is what the world teaches right now in schools. They teach that you evolved for monkeys. The world's commandments or teachings cater to the natural man and to the lusts of man's flesh. Without understanding from God about his word and commandments, we would be fools, saying in our hearts, there is no God. We would not know how to please him and what he would have us to do with the time he has given us. Verse 74, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. It is always encouraging to see the Lord's faithfulness in other brethren and other brothers and sisters' lives, whether it be here for his blessings or deliverances in their lives. I don't know about you guys, but whenever certain brothers get up here, and give thanks. I'm very glad. Brother Jerry and Stephen are examples that get up here. It definitely makes my heart glad to hear them make their boast in the Lord. Psalm 66, verse 16 says, Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. Psalm 34, verse 2 says, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The next verse, verse 3, O magnify the Lord with me, And let us exalt his name together. Verse 75, I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness has afflicted me. 
What a comfort, knowing the judgments of God, that they are perfect and right. And if I should transgress, he faithfully pursues me through chastening to correct me and put me back where I should be. And maybe it be not chastening, but some other trial whereby he is perfecting me. I know he will not put more on me than I can handle. Verse 76, let I pray thee thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Here we learn after David's example how to pray and reason with God. We have other examples from other men in the Bible that know his word, they know his commandments, they have the wisdom and knowledge, and they use it with reasoning and praying. I forgot to say, but the first three verses of this psalm were are bold statements, and there's five that follow that it's a prayer, it's a petition to God. Let I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort. God revealed to David through his word and through experience that he is merciful and kind. How else are we to learn about God's merciful kindness if not for affliction and chastening? He definitely does not reward us according to our iniquity, and this is such a comfort. Verse 77, let thy tender mercies come unto me that I may live, for thy law is my delight. O Lord, that we would be as David and delight ourselves in thy law that thou wouldest show us thy merciful kindness and tender mercies. It is of the Lord's tender mercies we are not consumed or destroyed. We sin daily, he forgives. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 3, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. According unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me throughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. David and the rest of us should know about his tender mercies and loving kindnesses. Lamentations 3.22 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. Verse 23, They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. What about the law being our delight, as it says, For thy law is my delight on the second half. Psalm 1 wraps it up pretty good. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. (laughs) You want whatsoever you doeth to prosper? Delight yourself in the law of the Lord. What more motivation do we need to make his law our delight? Verse 78, let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause. But I will meditate in thy precepts. The Lord is good. When we transgress, he corrects and chastens us and puts us back into a right standing with him. And we can be confident he will hear our prayers against others that deal perversely with us without a cause. Bring them to repentance or ruin should be our prayer. Let them be ashamed of their doings. Nevertheless, I will not be distracted away from my delighting in thy law. The second part, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Though people persecute us and come against us, let it not be a distraction. These are, as we just sung, it's to get rid of our dross and to refine our gold as all these trials are. Verse 79, let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let these be for my companions in comfort. Those that fear thee and have known thy testimonies, and let me be the same unto them. Psalm 119 verse 63 says, I am a companion of all them that fear thee, and of them that keep thy precepts. Verse 80. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. 
We'll read John 15, verses 5 through 8. It's a little different wording, but I think it's a lot alike as far as being sound in his statutes. John 15, 5 through 8 says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Now, that I be not ashamed, I think that if you're not bearing fruit, if you're not in that vine doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you're not sounding the statutes, and men are gathering you, you're in trouble, and you're ashamed. If ye abide in me, the Lord Jesus says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Now this is a man that is truly worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. He is, he is truly sound in the Lord's statutes. When you can ask what you will, and he will do it for you, then your, your, your heart is definitely sound in God's statutes. And you are definitely not ashamed. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples." Well, if you're sounding his statutes, you're also bearing fruit. First John 2.28 states, and this is what I end with, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Right.